Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the fourth episode of the Inferno Gaming Podcast. It's your boy, Blaze Inferno here, man. And today, I got three co-hosts with me, two of them returning from the last podcast, and the uh, third one being somebody new with some important insight. But um, first, I'd like to introduce my boy, you know, one of my best friends, my day one, my rider, you know what I mean, my best man at my wedding. E917, tell them what's up, man. You know, drop your socials and all that. What's up, everybody? I'm back for another one. Yay. Uh, E917, you can follow me at Couch Combat on YouTube or my Twitch channel, uh, E917. Uh, yeah, what's up? All right, my second co-host, you remember him from the last episode, man. The most jacked Asian I know. You know, here with the, with the news report this time. You know I mean, tell them what the weather is outside, Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, uh, Blaze. Uh, yo, it's Sunday, y'all. You already know it's sunny outside. It's probably 80 degrees. But um, what's up, guys? It's Rising Rambo. Uh, follow my social media, official Make It Kill Again on Instagram. And most of all, Let's have a wonderful life and talk about things, y'all. Back to you, Blaze. All right. And my third co-host, man, she's new to the show. You know what I mean? But she's got a lot of insight. You know, she's our, our uh, I guess, our RPG consultant for the episode. Fizzy, let them know what you, what's up with you. Shout out your socials, all of that, man. Uh, hi. Yeah. So my name is the Fizzy uh, Bubbler, and... I play a lot of JRPGs, uh, specifically a lot of Shin Megami Tensei games, and also play a lot of Switch games, so I'm here just to talk about that. And you can follow me on Instagram at FatBratBB. So, yeah. All right. And, of course, all of their information will be in the description box for this video version of this. Um, And make sure, for me at least, you follow me at Twitch dot tv slash blazed inferno um you watching this on youtube already so go ahead and hit that subscribe button like this video and all that and uh follow me on twitter at blazed inferno no x in the middle yeah you know i mean i think people have been following my old twitter that i cannot get into anymore that's called blazed x inferno that's the wrong one all right before we continue on with the show i got some updates for y'all What's up, everybody, man? I'm recording this post-podcast. The audio got fucked up. I don't know what the hell happened. But it was basically me just giving y'all these these small little updates. First update is thank y'all for tuning in. Um, your feedback is appreciated. Uh, the likes, everything is appreciated. Um, please continue to do so. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, all that jazz. Second update we got is... We now have a podcast schedule, so now episodes will drop uh, weekly to bi-weekly on Mondays, always Monday at 8 a.m. Follow me on Twitter, you'll get an update. I'll always say, yo, the podcast is coming or it's not coming this week or, you know, all that jazz. And then the third update I got for y'all is the podcast finally coming to Spotify. Um... Thank y'all for being patient with that. I know YouTube is not the best place to listen to podcasts and all that, but um, we've been, you know, trying to fix things behind the scenes. So um, 
Just be on the lookout for that, man. I appreciate y'all for watching. And we're going to continue with the original show, I guess. We're going to get into the what's up section of this podcast where my co-host going to tell you what they've been playing, listening to, or watching. You know what I mean? Just give you something to maybe, you know, say, hey, I want to play that game or listen to that album or watch that show. So Rambo, man, what you been playing, listening to, or watching, man? Let the listeners know. All right, I don't know where he at. So, uh, E Knight, man, what you? Well, nope. <laughs> nope. My fault. My fault. What? What happened, y'all? My fault. <laughs> I yeah, said, so, what man you, was spaced the fuck out. <laughs> hey, yo. Yeah, 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 He's sorry. like in the background beefing yeah, out sorry. push ups. Like, oh man, this introduction <laughs> forever. I can't three or four sets in. Uh, <laughs> nah, I, 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 I was just asking, you know, what's up, man? What you been um, watching, playing, or you know, listening to? Give a list. Give the listeners something, you know, to look into. Uh, about the E three, John. Uh, no, no, no. Just what you've been, what you've been playing recently. Oh, oh, my fault, my fault, my fault. What I've been playing, I'm still playing Mass Effect right now, yo. I'm, I'm still, I'm still playing Mass Effect. Hey, I know that's right. I'm still playing that game right now. I'm on Mass Effect three, <laughs> taking my speed ass time. Real shit. <laughs> That's what's up, man. Um, other, other, other than that, I haven't really playing much games uh, lately. Just been working. So, you know, like, just a lot has been going on besides that. Um, if the... I, I, all I gotta say is, um, yeah, just been on playing Mass Effect, y'all. That's it. I'm, I'm gonna... I, yeah. I'm gonna pass the mic back to you. All right. E night, man. What you been playing, listening to, or watching, man? Let the let the listeners know. All right. So, I've been listening to nothing except for your live streams because I can't. I don't. I don't watch your live streams. I just listen to you get get like just shitted on by like all the kids in Warzone and shit. Follow me at twitch.tv slash blazedexinferno. You watch this, this dude peek out a window, get domed and instantaneously. Um, and rage. I've been watching a lot of the Halo Infinite re- multiplayer and campaign reveal, so you know, yeah, we're gonna be talking about that. watching the fuck out of that and picking apart all the trailers and shit. And uh, I've been playing fucking Master Chief Collection. Yeah, me too. A little bit of Apex. That's what's up, man. Fizzy, what you been listening to, playing or watching, man? Or Ma'am. Um, well, I have been playing uh, Shin Megami Tensei 3 Nocturne HD Remaster for the Switch. It's a PS2 JRPG. It's kind of like a cult classic, but, you know, obviously it got popular enough to get a remaster. And it's really fun. It's like an OG kind of RPG, so it's kind of hard, but really gratifying. That's fun. And then also... Um, I'm going to be listening to Tyler, the creator, because I heard he's having an album come out soon. I think June 20-something, not sure. 25th, but... this Friday. Yeah. Up. So super excited about that. Yeah, yeah me too. See how that's... that turns out. Yeah, that, that's pretty much it. <laughs> that's what's up. That's what's up. And me, you know, I've been playing on that PS5, man. You know, I've been playing um, Miles Morales. Very good looking game. Very fun. Um, 
one of the I, honestly these past two Spider-Man games, like one of they're one of the best. Well, they're both the best superhero games like I've ever played, man. Like I even say better than like the Arkham games. Um, it's just they handle like the feeling of Spider-Man very well. Even even if the combat is like a carbon copy of like the Batman combat, I've been enjoying that. Um, music wise, music wise, I, um, I listen to Culture Three by the Migos, and I don't know how to feel about that. I just feel like it's 20 songs of them just doing the same thing over and over again. I just need my boy Drake to drop an album, man. It's just he's long overdue for that, but. Yeah, man, that was the What's Up part of the podcast. I hope y'all, you know, take interest in one of these things and say, hey, I want to buy that or I want to play that or, you know what I mean? But we're going to get in the main topic. If you guys see, you know, the title of this video, you already know what we about to talk about. So on the last episode of the podcast, uh, we went off rails for most of it. We talked about everything else but what was supposed to be the main topic. Um, it was a very long episode. We're going to try to shorten this one up because I see a lot of people kind of complained about, you know, the, 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 the size of the last episode. It was like two and a half hours. Um, we're going to sweeten this one up for you. But yeah, if you saw the title, you already know E3, man. E3 happened last week. You know, me, E Knight, Rambo, Fizzy, we all just watched it, gave our insight. Now we're going to bring it up on the podcast, man. So. The topic I got for you guys is did E3 2021 suck? And we're just going to briefly go over everybody's conference, the games that they showed off and all that jazz. So obviously Ubisoft was first, or that was the first one that I watched because it was the first one I was honestly interested in. Um, And they showed off... uh, he showed off uh, something that E Knight is very excited to play. Um, he's very, very, very excited to play Rainbow Six Extraction. Um, tell us how excited you are for that E Knight. I know All that's right. a day one cop for you and everything. Yo, yeah, yo, bro. I heard it has only three missions, <laughs> and and all the same ops you play. You know, you get a little, a little bit of uh, newer abilities you can swap out. But if you die, you lose that operator entirely until you rescue them again. So there's that. It looks like exactly carbon copy of fucking Rainbow Six Siege as it is now. So what I'm going to recommend is that you just ignore the fucking existence of this game because this shit is trash. This shit is trash. What the fuck? I don't even know what the fuck Ubisoft is thinking. Maybe this is like a way for them to test out new shit for uh, Siege, but we got a TTS for Siege. So I don't know what the fuck is this shit. Like, <laughs> I, it's like an Overwatch 2. It's like, hey guys, you guys wanted us to fix siege you want us to improve the uh, the the anti-cheat you want us to fix the mmr shit we're gonna just make a whole different game instead that might even like fucking run better than the actual game that that like is making us money but hey you know i know some people are excited for it they they love siege they want a pve experience and that's that's great for them but I, i i i can't i cannot yeah, when this was first a concept, I was, like, really excited for it. I'm like, okay, like, this seems cool. 
as like a twenty dollar standalone game, but this is a sixty dollars, sixty fucking dollar full price for three missions. Price. Yep, three missions. Yeah, man. Like it. It's like what y'all do to like a four man. hour game if you play it on like the easy mode or, or, yeah. or run through it with friends. Wait, so it's a whole separate game. It's not like a, a pack or an add on oh. or anything. No, so it's based off a game mode we got three years ago with like alien zombie parasites, which was cool as like a event mode. And I wish they would just bring it back from time to time so people can get those skins again. Mm-hmm. But all this, all this game is, is is a skin grabber. Like you just you play this game and get skins for Rainbow Six Siege, like the the regular game, and that's that's pretty much. Yeah, it, man. Like, I'm, I'm not for I don't, wow. I watched the gameplay. I was unimpressed. It's it, like exactly the same as Siege. There's no movement mechanic changes. The, the guns are all pretty the same. Like the, the operators still use the same gadgets. Maybe they got like the, the UI. It looks like it runs smoother, but it's like, just a reskin of Siege. Yeah, basically. It just, yeah, it's just like a PVE version of Siege. So I'm just not that impressed by it. Which is disappointing, man, because like me, I'm an OG Rainbow Six guy, man. Like, I started off with three. I just wish they would go back to like the old co-op, like terrorist hunt days. And it's just, it's like, I see they just want to keep doing like this PvP thing with Siege, which is cool. You know, I'm not mad about it, but. Uh, To be honest, man, like if they just, uh, like if Extraction was like the name of the game and that was like traditional terrorist hunt but with all the rainbow six siege operators and then you had the zombie mode as like an extra addition to that same game i'd be like all right you know it's a pve focused version of rainbow six siege is an audience for that i don't have a problem with it but from what i'm 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 like hearing is that the single player is going to just have three missions and they vary in difficulty but it's like you can only you can only do pve content the same amount of times so many times yeah and and they kind of ruined the mystery of the alien things by showing off every single enemy type in that in the trailer yeah and then they tell you exactly what happened they're like oh man there's an outbreak and you gotta go save them ha 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 i'm just like i think the only cool mechanic of it is that you can pick up teammates that get downed like carry them on your back i think that's like the coolest thing out of all of that and that's like something i would like in regular siege but other than that it's just it looks boring have you played uh siege since uh north star started oh yeah i've been uh playing ranked with uh some friends and i've lost every single match it yeah, it's, it's awesome i've been hearing rumors that uh people are saying it's uh pay to win this season you know pay to win. operators very very uh oh OP. She is good if you set her up properly. She definitely, definitely encourages, uh, doesn't encourage roaming, but she does encourage, uh, uh, was it, uh, anchoring, which is like sitting on site because I've gone up against her in Villa on games room and like she had three, uh, systems set up in vault and around and we, we de- kept downing people um but like those things take 30 seconds to reset and then you can heal like res yourself to uh you gotta like crawl over to the thing and press it to res yourself but it's like it it heals you up it's like a permanent heal instead of like a temporary heal 
and then it'll overheal you which is temporary so you just run past three of those things you're basically back up to full health um and you can keep getting to fight so long as you don't get down again and it was just we couldn't we couldn't take it because it was just a hard push like we need to run someone who can like i don't know like flashbangs yings or something like that that would counter it but no she's a very powerful op right now because not only is her gadget pretty good her kit's pretty good and she's a three speed so she's basically running around uh one shotting people with a full assault rifle uh even though the spear's fire rate is not that high it is super accurate and like if you're just getting a couple headshots you're done so yeah she's she got a spot she got the spots too so she's... yeah she she's got a great kit um yeah. it's not technically pay to win because you can unlock her with a renown like in a week so it's just okay it's I just see. really good like the game is heavily defender sided so like it's hard for attackers and then they added this new little feature that uh makes you hold a button to pick up the diffuser you can't just run over it and pick it up anymore and i've had situations where we lose a teammate or i die in a bad spot and someone tries to grab diffuser and takes like a full almost two seconds to grab it um which you can't move or anything and then you just get killed and because of how siege is and how old it is it's just kind of awkward getting used to it but I, I think it's just another benefit for defenders and like the game is slowly slowly getting to that point where it's like attacking you you just need to try and win one round just so you can maybe win every single defense round but it, it it's 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 getting I, I don't really like the direction the siege is going in mm. i feel like they need to balance out on they, they need to fix more attackers and balance, yeah, i played balance like two games i played like two games and I do like some of the new added changes, like the, the new UI is a little smooth. Um, I didn't play a lot of the last season, so is the Battle Pass like a new, is that a new thing? No, or... it's it's something they introduced a couple seasons ago. I think it's definitely worth the money um, if you like the skins. This season's skins are pretty, like, they're Native American based. Yeah, I like that. And like I like a lot of them. Yeah. yeah, I want that frost skin uh i think nook has a, a skin at the very end of it that's literally just a giant moss thing covering her face and i want that so bad so i'm definitely gonna grind it out but i i can't honestly see myself playing ranked like that much i'm just gonna get placed probably gonna be in copper or fucking silver this season because I've, I've lost like a shit ton of rounds um so I'll try and work my way up to gold, but and all in all, I don't, I don't know. They, they changed a lot of stuff, like the UI and everything. Yeah, Rambo. Like when, when you what, die, like, when you yeah. die, the the your body out. disappears. Yeah. It also pulls out the kill cam, and it's it's weird. It's just weird to get used to. Rambo, have you played at all? I know you're a big Siege fan. Uh, honestly, first and foremost, the new operator does coming out. I. I do agree everything what you're saying, cause yeah, I, she is definitely OP. Definitely she's not OP. OP. She just she's powerful. I, yeah, right but very good. Oh yeah, I think she should I, be like a three, a, a a two speed though, or like a one speed because her kit. I I, I would say like a two speed and a two armor. Yeah, in my personal opinion, um. Again, I haven't reviewed like a lot on Siege, but um, 
by just watching Ubisoft, you know, um, E3 press conference this past week, all I can say is like, I have my pros and cons right now, uh, especially with the new Rainbow, Rainbow Six, what's it called? Extraction. Yeah. I, I've, like why did you guys make a whole new game out of that i get it it, it, that's money grabber that that's pretty much they're milking the shit out of it but if that's the case why why make why do all that when you could just add it to the game itself i'm kind of like of the camp that like even though they have updated the engine even though they've made changes and supposedly improvements um to its core siege it's I think adding a PVE game mode to the game would yeah. probably cause the servers to just die because the, yeah. the PVE game is multiplayer. So I think they're trying to have it separated. But you can I, I get that. And get but like it, it just... through this from what they said. So I mean, like still... crossplay. Sorry. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. You're good. You're good. Like yeah, crossplay. I. When I heard about crossplay, I was like, oh, finally, you guys doing crossplay. Could have had done that like, what, five years ago? About like five to six years ago. But again, like, with, like, with, with all, with all what's going on right now, like I said about Rainbow Six in general, I, I just want to see like, how much are they putting effort towards the crossplay and, the new game that's coming out i feel like extraction again for me just looking at the review it's like all right yo was why all this Eh. i i again i don't have really much to say about siege right now as we speak really played it for a while uh the last time i played it was um what was that new operator came out the attacker that french guy um he's he's yeah that's his yeah that what's his name flores flores Oh. All right, I, I I got my pros and cons about Flores. All right, I like his gadget, I do, but yeah. but using his little drone as like what like a little C four blowing up a wall, nice, cool. Yeah. I, I I just think like eh, I don't know. I, maybe this is just me because I'm very picky with operators in general. Mm. Depends. I, I I got not much to say about Siege right yeah, now. Yeah, I noticed. I noticed the last like three attackers are all hard breach. Yeah, I think. Yeah, they they mm. they're all hard breacher. Ace. I, I hate to say it. I hate to say it, and I, this is just coming from me. Honestly, if you really want to know who's very like go back and forth as a hard breacher, it's probably Ace. In my personal opinion, he runs like thermite. Like he he got that that one gadget that could blow up the reinforced wall and on top of that he has a wall breacher there you go you have a thermite right there yeah, and on, right too. yeah so yeah his weaponry is a-okay he got a fucking ak-12 like what else do you need you don't need an lmg ak-12 is good good gun especially in a long range and mid-range depending what you're slapping on with an ak they, Ace, they didn't Ace was like the last hard breacher they've introduced for attack. yes but it, um, but like i Hero said he, he is, gets good he's a, yeah he's I, a I very just, good op his gun is good his his throwable thermites are very useful he, he yes gets, he used to have smoke which made him even more better even like who ace yeah but they swapped it out i think for claymores or breaching okay. charge um, yeah, his, his kit's pretty good man 
No, but as far as Flores, Flores is good for flushing people out or taking out clash mains or just getting rid of gadgets. Like, he's a whole gadget denial, and he's great. And his only counters are, like, Mozzie and uh, uh, Mute. But um, as far as Thunderbird goes, she her whole counter would probably be, like, Thatcher or Twitch to take out those things. But yeah. Thatcher gets banned like instantaneously in ranked. Like it's just a it's a default ban. Like he rarely is on the board. So relying solely on Twitch and maybe Zero to take out those those uh, things. Uh, Kona stations. Yeah, the Kona stations. It's it's gonna be harder because like Twitch's drone doesn't jump. So the versatility in that is that it just you just need to sneak it in and it's loud as fuck. Um. And then, you know, Flores could take it out, but it's the same issue with, like, Twitch, where, like, it only has, like, a certain range, and it's big as fuck, so you'll see it coming, and not necessarily hear it, but, I don't know, she just doesn't have a solid counter, plus her, her three-speed one-armor kit, she's got the bearing nine, the, the, the spear, it's just, it's too powerful, they need to, like, either swap out one of her secondaries or swap out the spear for an smg yeah i haven't got In the player opinion. yet i didn't buy the battle pass but um i probably will because i want to start streaming that a little bit more um, <gasps> oh ho- I, can, can i intervene i'm so sorry i forgot all about this this was I, i'm sorry inferno yo rainbow six did piss me off on this what? they switched from what a season pass into a fucking what gaming uh, a battle, yeah, pass. battle pass yo yep. that shit pissed me the fuck off i was like yo where's the season pass at i, yeah, I was I miss, ready I to spend y'all so, i know like the battle pass was ass man i'm sorry i'm gonna say that as it is that uh, shit the battle was... pass is, it's pretty good man like that frost skin i want that frost skin are you talking about man, this I'm just saying. battle pass or last season's battle pass last this season, season battle pass I don't yeah, know. Last season, you got Grandma Amaru, and that's a that's a funny ass fucking skin, in my opinion. Shh, fuck out of here, man. You, you probably didn't even get that high. <laughs> but no, nah, the battle pass is like ten bucks, and you get an operator. Yeah, it's not bad. It's that's not bad. A lot better than season pass, which was like forty bucks or fifty bucks for four ops, and you had to wait a shit t- like a shitload. You're roughly getting the same value. The only difference is now you're getting more skins for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just playing the game, yeah. Yeah, just by playing the game, doing challenges and shit. I think that's great. It's definitely better than um, season four uh, Call of Duty Battle Pass. It's going to get hard to keep track of. I'm I'm pretty much going to abandon Siege as soon as Infinite comes out, so don't even expect me to be on there. Because Siege, in my opinion, is like, it's, 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 it's a unique game, but it's it's starting to wear and wear on my psyche, like as far as like the toxicity and, and community goes, because it's like every competitive game has that, but it's just like it's extra harsh in Siege. Like we can't even get like a rando who doesn't want to criticize literally everything you do and not communicate, which I don't understand. Like people like to talk shit, but you don't suggest any new ideas or have a strat in mind, you just want to play your frag op, and then you go out, you get killed, and then the rest of the team has to handle it, and then it's just like, alright, cool, but we're still trash. Hey. 
Yeah, and that's basically all that Ubisoft showed off was Siege. So they showed uh, off that Avatar game, which was yeah. a tech demo. And We're not interested in that. It, yeah, I'm, not, I'm interested yeah. in the concept. It looks neat. I just would like to actually see gameplay. I would actually like have games with my fucking. Yeah, I, yeah. I thought um, I thought they would show off like that new Star Wars game that Ubisoft was. No, they showed off. Yeah, uh, I, I, yeah. Uh, what 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 was that uh, Ubisoft was working on? The Avatar Frontiers, whatever. This yeah, that's stuff? what I was talking about. Yeah. It's a tech demo. Yeah. It's not even like actual uh, gameplay. No, well, it's, it's besides that, oh uh, well, besides that, I I'm gonna say this, and I think if I didn't mention this towards the last episode, honestly, I I know Inferno said this to me before, it ain't gonna happen, but I was I was hoping if they were gonna re- show us like a teaser of Splinter Cell or something like you know just I was like yo I hope they show something about Splinter Cell because no. it's been what like. It's been what, like eight years? Eight years nope. or something? No, has it been eight years? It's the 2013s when Blacklist came out, I think. Yeah. I so that's why. That mission from uh, Ghost Recon. Ghost Recon. Uh, no, he's in the no. second one, too. He's in Break. Or you count the fact that he's an operator in Siege. Oh, yeah. uh, that ain't even I, that ain't even Sam Fisher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know who the hell it's, that man it is. It is Sam Fisher, yeah, yeah. just not the one we know. It's so dark. Right, look, look, look. I, I, I'm sorry. That is not. Look, I'm sorry. We're not gonna count Sam from Ghost Recon and out Siege. Of all, out of all of his gadgets, you give him a camera gun, and I'm like, cool. Yeah. You That's all they gave him. The ability to like climb from the ceiling or something. Pretty much. Man, they only him. gave him that one little gadget. I mean, it's useful in Siege. He but doesn't even get I, to use the goggles, which is look, dumb, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Look, look. Yeah. I'm, what what I'm saying is, I really thought Ubisoft was gonna like, yo, guess what, guys? Boom, Splinter Cell. I was like, Woo! but no. I again, I, I was like, eh. The press conference wasn't bad for E. Yeah, Ubisoft. Ubisoft gets like a a a strong C minus for me. Like, they they could have showed off so much like Splinter Cell and all that. Yeah. I was I yeah. was looking forward to maybe that like seeing like a new update for breakpoint um but you know they the just... only thing that i think i would look forward to is when i pick up valhalla for the first time and play yeah. it yeah, but yeah they said they were going to support that for the next year and a half other than that i'm excited for ubisoft's fucking show is just eh, it's enough in my opinion Ooh. they may have showed up a lot of gameplay and revealed a lot of shit about extraction but it's like extraction is just not interesting in the slightest in my opinion yeah i was thinking about picking up extraction maybe for like 20 game. bucks like it's a game yeah. that i'll pick up two years from now for 20 bucks and mm-hmm. get all those skins that i can't get because i have to pay 60 bucks to get those skins and play extraction and have find people that want to play extraction with me like yeah. and i don't feel like picking up randos so but segue um I, I, you know, you talk about waiting eight years for fucking Splinter Cell. We've been waiting for fucking 19 years for a new Metroid anything. Oh, yeah. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. We, You know what else we've been waiting on? Another Beyond Good and Evil. Like, where the hell is that? They showed that off like two, that shit two like, three years ago. Two, three. No, they teased the fuck out of that in like 2014. 
Oh yeah, you're right. It's I'm, been I'm like, it's been a while. It might, I might not be correct, but I, wait, I'm pretty wait, sure. Wait, call me crazy, but I swear I saw something about them like working on it or something. Like, I don't think it's like completely canceled yet. At least That's I don't think. Dev hell, to be honest. Hmm. Sad. But um, continuing on. De dedicated to it. Uh. I, I don't know I don't know who's working on it now I forget who worked on the original but um, moving on we ain't even gonna talk about Gearbox I put them on the show notes but Gearbox ain't show anything that I was interested in um, ever showed that, uh, Tiny Tina thing. yeah yeah and that Borderlands movie that they're totally oh, not working my God, on man. With Kevin Hart and Jack Black. Girl, what? <laughs> Borderlands the movie. If you guys wanted to see that, why Kev? Why Kevin Hart? Jack Black, like I get, because his acting style and comedy is like similar to the writing in those games. But why Kevin Hart? Kevin Hart's gonna be Roland. Because Kevin Hart is the he's... default black guy now. He he instead of Ice Cube, they used. Kevin Hart for these movies now. This... Apparently, Terry Crews got canceled bad. Like, damn. <laughs> this is what Definitely I don't did. get. They're gonna <laughs> use. They're gonna use characters that are either like dead and stuff to in the first movie. They're either gonna redo the entire story of the first game, or they're gonna make like a side story featuring these characters. I would oh, like yeah. just a truly original Borderland, like the like the Telltale games. Like where it's an original story that falls into the the Borderlands universe, I I think that would have been awesome. Instead, they're just probably just gonna do like a, hey, remember the main plot of Borderlands One? We did a movie on it. You get you get to watch your favorite moments with uh, I feel like, Kevin Hart. I just feel like they need to stop making video game movies altogether because it like has not worked thus far. And I don't think that like translating the experience of playing a game can ever translate to something as passive as watching a movie. I think like for Halo, I'm not trying to segue into this just yet, but I can <laughs> attest to, to their franchise is that they have a lot of books. They have a lot of side like story uh, movies mm -hmm. on Netflix and they're pretty well done. Like uh, the Halo Legends shorts are really good. And I think as far as games go, having like other mediums like books, comic books, uh, short interactive uh, web content, small shorts, even some background movies to get the origins behind your favorite characters would probably be better than having a full two hour long feature length movie of your favorite game because it, it just doesn't work because like I think the closest video game movie that I've seen that was done well was probably the original Doom movie and that was like to the like towards the end the original Doom movie yeah one with uh, the rock no I mean I know what it is I'm just like um, okay now, that drone was good that was a good movie it was bad I, up until I, the part that the main character starts going rage and he just goes first person like a regular video game. No, like I mean, the Resident Evil movies 
the, the Alice they're their own saga. thing yeah they were the good the Resident though. Evil movie is ass I mean, no, to be fair they're, they're fucking movies, movies through and through they're okay, look, the, first, the first one the is not that bad like, the, the first, first and second are good that's right. all I'm saying yeah like yeah. I, like I, I appreciated one. trying to do like somewhat of a different story than just go, you know, verbatim from the games. I like that, but you know, I I think for movies they just need to have a separate story that features the main characters, but they're not the main characters. Like the main characters, right? Like, that's other why, dude. The, that's why the like, Alice Resident Evil movies are good. Just saying, just saying. I like the the Resident Evil Alice. Movies. They like went the from games. from pretty pretty cool to to be monster movie real quick so like yes yeah, sure. fun to watch i just don't take anything from it well that's how i view movies anyway i'm just is it is it fun to watch is this a good time is it is it a good interested, time? interested in story like the avengers and shit yeah me too but um let's let's keep this uh on rails yeah you know i mean we're gonna finally talk about uh Microsoft's bomb ass uh, conference. So, you know, they showed off what, like 25 games. Um, is a very good show, man. Like Microsoft came through. We always talk about, oh, Microsoft ain't got no games. Xbox ain't got no games. They came through with the games, dog. And then they showed off a trailer and gave us a release date for a game I'm very excited to play, Starfield. Um, it's coming out 11, 11, 22. I see what they did there. You know, Skyrim came out 11, 11, 11. This come out at 11, 11, 22. 11 plus 11 is 22. I was like, oh man, like they, they, they killing me with this. But yeah, we getting that next year, man. Yeah, Starfield. Yeah, that's a tech demo. That's a cutscene. Yeah, but, but I'm just happy we got a release date, man. Like I really want to play that game. Um, I don't. I don't even know if I want to play it because I have no idea what it is. Like it's... we'll get. We'll get more. We'll definitely get more footage as, like you could tell. Like they're probably still in alpha. It's probably they finally just got done writing. Like you know, the world out, all of that. You know, you know, Skyrim. It it took them. It didn't take them years and years and years to make that game. But if you really look at Skyrim for what it is. There's a lot of lore into that game, man. It's like it it's like te- a decade's worth of lore. No, I, I, I in don't, that game. I don't disagree that games like that take a long time to make, especially when they hide lore and there's little environmental storytelling quests. But give me something to go off of. All I got yeah. from the teaser, like wait four years ago, was like it's in space. And all I got from this tech demo thing is uh you there's robots, arguably probably like the same design as Loaderbot, because they look exactly like Loaderbots from fucking Borderlands 2. And spaceship. Um Yeah. It's either gonna be like outer worlds where you don't actually get to fly the ship and stuff, or they're gonna actually introduce vehicles for once. I think it's going to be like uh, Star Citizen. 
I'm thinking it's gonna be a star citizen. Star dude. citizen is way too ambitious to be comparing it to Starfield. A star citizen is literally a flight simulator with first person combat. Yeah, yeah. And it's not even finished yet. Yeah, it's never coming out. No, it's, it's not. They're out. just gonna keep making. That it. was the game that's gonna make me buy a PC like ten years ago, but you know, we ain't even gonna talk about that. Um, <laughs> not even gonna talk about that. Battlefield 2042. Fuck yeah. On the last podcast, you know, we talked about um what we thought the next Battlefield was going to be. We thought it was going to be a modern day game, all of that. Um, it is a modern day game, but it takes place, what? Like 20 years. 21 years. Yeah, 20 21 years in the, in the future. That's oh, crazy. But that's that's where I was like, they need to have modern, but it needs to be like slightly different. Yeah, and, yeah, you definitely said they that. Did. You got yep. you got dog robots things. You got uh, wingsuits. You got fucking tornadoes. Everything's dystopian future. So it's like, you know, we, it's probably like, oh yeah, everything's like fine, like it is now. But there's like certain parts of the countries or or or, or world superpowers are just fucked, and Russia and the U.S. are duking it out, but not nuking each other. Which I don't like. I I. But it looks like it's prime battlefield. They they did a lot of community like they did the 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 rocket sh shot when dude jumps out the jet, shoots down an enemy jet, and then gets back in his own jet. They did the whole C4 on the the ATV trick, taking out a helicopter. There's gonna be 64 players on each side, so 128 dudes. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great chaos. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I'm looking forward to it. And I hope it comes out before Halo Infinite so I can get my little feel of it and then get on to the main course. Yeah, I'm excited for I'm very excited for Battlefield. Like I like the uh I like the map hazards. It seems like, you know, they got the sandstorm and the one the Korean map. You have like the 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 tornado. Um I'm excited, man. Like like I said on the last podcast, I think Call of Duty needs that competition again. They've gotten so complacent with just being the only first-person shooter around that everybody's playing. Now it's like, let's split up that player base again. Let's take some of your people away, bring them back over here. You know what I mean? Because that's what it was. Like, Battlefield 3, like, that was a crazy year for Call of Duty because that was... Arguably the Call of Duty that everybody was excited for, but that was also the Battlefield that everybody was excited for. Like, everybody was hyped for Battlefield 3. So it was like, it, it split up, it split everybody. It's like, what are you playing? You playing Battlefield or are you playing Call of Duty? I, I, I need that again. I need that because I felt like at that time, um, it just, it made Activision work a little harder. Like now they, like I said, they became so complacent with being the only first-person shooter. Um, the last Call of Duty had Ground War. This Call of Duty has that fire team shit, which is like, I guess it's Ground War, but it's really not. But I don't know what it is. But they've become so complacent with just being just the only first-person shooter. Now they got that competition again. And I see it on the forums. I see it on the YouTube videos. Everybody's talking about, we don't care. Battlefield drops. Yeah, you know I mean, like, nobody, no, 
like everybody's excited. I'm excited. I I know E Knight's excited. I know Rambo's excited. Everybody's excited, man. And just please do good, EA. Please do good because I'm I'm, I'm buying this day one. Like like the past two Battlefield games where it just seems like you just kind of slide around and like you you you, you just spawn in a map. You zoom in. You do, and it's all like oh run into the chaos and then you die and then you you spawn in and then you die. And then all the maps are all kind of condensed and very laney. And I'm like, ah, oh, I kind of hate this because it's not really Battlefield. Battlefield is like big open maps with a bunch of structures that you can fuck up. Bunch of vehicles, people running around, people sniping, just like crazy. Yeah, we didn't even, and we didn't even talk about the fact that they went from 64 players, 32 versus 32 to 100 and 28 players 64 for 64 on next gen and pc so if you're playing on ps4 or oh, xbox one what's up it's crossplay too yeah that's right yeah so yep. you, you know i can like play with you on your little ps5 yeah we can we can, we can you know work together yeah, but... i'm excited yeah, it's crossplay for all platforms except for older gens. They have crossplay between them, I believe, and PC, but I'm not entirely sure. But their lobbies are going to be smaller. How you and feeling no about um? Uh, my fault. There's no single player, so it's all multiplayer, and I'm hyped. That's right. More resources yeah, dedicated to multiplayer. Yeah, man. Rambo, how you feeling about uh Battlefield 2042, man? Oh, man. Honestly, this is going to give Call of Duty, you know, the nerve. Like, oh, we got to really bust our ass to work hard now to compete with Battlefield. Because, honestly, the last two Battlefield, I didn't fuck with it. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm just going to be thorough. I did not like it. Hate it. It, it, it. it just felt like ass every last bit of it. And uh, this new Battlefield, I'm excited because... They're showing like a very cool environment. Like you, you're facing a tornado. So imagine you and like what, sixty-four players on each side, and a tornado landing on the field while you guys are trying to kill each other. That's gonna be some epic shit, man. Imagine you uh, in the middle of a firefight and that boom, that tornado spinning around. All you see is you're running for your life. You're running, man. That. Honestly, I'm going to be real, man. <laughs> I'm excited. Real shit. And this is going to give Call of Duty scared real shit. Especially the zombie community, uh, which is lacking, in my personal opinion. And I hate to say it, maybe Warzone. Maybe Warzone. Unless Warzone probably pulls something out their ass. Nah, Warzone ain't going nowhere, dog. No, 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 no. No, I, I feel like this is what I mean by Warzone. Um, I mean, I feel like wh whoever's Activision, whatever, they're gonna like, all right, Battlefield through a little element to to their multiplayer. Let's see, they could do that during um on Warzone. Like they'll add some stupid shit towards Warzone. You know, besides the map like closing in all the time, they're gonna like do something intense. Like, oh, let's try to do earthquake or. Ooh, let's do a tsunami instead of like you know the circle gas whatever start closing in on you but I, I feel like they're gonna switch it up again it's my personal opinion 
um that's all i gotta say for now i i'm, I'm personally i'm definitely gonna get battlefield on day one definitely gonna get it so that's all i gotta say the other games microsoft showed off not yet sean i was about to say no oh, man Yo, man, I'm trying to ask the fucking time. Yo, um, man, oh, please don't say yet, it. Yet. Not yet, not yet, not yet. I got to talk about the other games they showed off because I know, E9, I know, E9, I know E9, when we talk about right Halo, now. it's going to be like 30 you know, minutes, man. Podcast, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Let's literally uh, save Halo for last because I will talk yeah. about this shit and you'll be like, ah, oh, but, uh, you know, no, I, 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 I don't talk about your breath. Look, 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 look. I already said what I gotta say about Halo, and it, it kind of gave me the wrong turn. All right, I'm not just yet. gonna say it. Not, not yet, not yet. Not yet. I'm just gonna save it. I'm just gonna save it. Save Go it. ahead. Save it, man. I gotta show. I gotta talk about the um, the other games they showed. Um, Fallout 76, man. You know, y'all love Fallout 76. I know Eden Throw it in the trash. plays it all that, the time. That trailer, plays that in-game trailer, holy shit, is so bad. Graphically, it's dated. And it like I feel like I saw like three or four bugs in that trailer alone. I mean, it's great for the, that little community that's still there. That they're getting new content. <laughs> wow. But Fallout 76 is just so wasted. It's... They, they should make it free to play. They should make it free to play. They still want to pay 20 bucks for it. I'm not. I refuse. It's $20 now. Uh, You know what? I'm going to look. It's always on sale. No, it's on sale. It's literally on sale right now for like 13 bucks on, on PlayStation. Well, it's 76 dollars $40 on Steam. That's crazy. No. It's, <laughs> all right. I paid 80 bucks on PlayStation 4 when it came out because it was hype. Multiplayer Ouch. Fallout. Sounded awesome. Mm-hmm. All my friends paid eighty dollars. We all got the the tricentennial edition. Guess what? Guess what? You get like a bunch of uh, stickers in the game, and that's about it. You get a get a couple camp items um, for an extra twenty dollars, and then a week later they drop the price down to forty bucks on Black Friday. <laughs> Couldn't be more mad. So, well, the it's like i know the community is like really wholesome and they're all like about helping people out i like i love their community i just hate the game i can't play it anymore is it still bad like i know they did some improvements but no i mean like every update they ever introduce adds more fucking bugs and adds more problems and then old bugs come out like when the game came out, we had uh, server disconnects. Uh, every time we launched a new, there was a chance that the whole server would just go down. There were bugs where at higher levels, you would either do so much damage that it would reset the health of the enemy you're trying to kill, and you couldn't kill them. Or they just would just have infinite health, they just wouldn't die. Uh, the main boss event for the community main boss event, which was a giant uh, Skyrim dragon bat thing, uh just wouldn't every it, it was scaled its health off how many players were in the lobby and with their levels so if you had a bunch of level 100 players it had like 2 million hp and it was like impossible <laughs> hey, yeah. you would do like 25 percent damage at max like at at the level 50 mark with like pretty good guns 
with like mm -hmm. I think it's like 20 people in the lobby so if you had a full 20 people in the lobby shooting this dude with decent weapons and had had good perks on you did like 25 percent damage they fixed all of that uh but i i like i keep tabs on the game here and there i try to come back and see if i'll get into it again but like i encounter bugs my cousin plays the sh plays this shit when ESO is bo boring or out of content for him to play. Mm -hmm. So he's like, I just like it because it's a nice little base building simulator. They have like the only thing that's good about Fallout 76 is that you got a little nice camp builder. If you don't, if you don't like pay a thousand dollars from the eShop to get items for it, and uh, it's it's got a pretty decent system for building characters, right? But the loot is ass. <laughs> the gameplay is ass. It's Fallout 4, so I, if you play Fallout 4, that's Fallout 76 in a nutshell. Like you could uh, probably better have a better experience playing a modded Fallout 4 than uh, Fallout 76. Yeah, well, I mean, I played Fallout 76 for probably a collective like 30 minutes because I don't know. Like I love Fallout 4. And I thought it would be like a nice little like, like similar experience. But he said like it was more like base building, camp building, and stuff. Well, I do like that part. That's honestly my favorite part of Fallout Four. I just couldn't get into the like not being able to fast travel because like I, uh, I like to be very time efficient when I play games, and I need to be able to fast travel if I know like my session. I can't spend. Yeah, a lot of time. you can only fast travel to Vault Seventy Six and your camp. Like everything else. Right. Is locked off i think there's a couple more spots you can fast travel to now if you Did had required caps well it always required caps. Oh, yeah the money right free, right yeah the only ones that were free was the uh your camp in 76 or like a major settlement but i i haven't played the game since the 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 ai update when they added npcs to the game and when I played that, I was kind of just disappointed by it because the quote-unquote choices in it don't really matter till, like, the end. Like, the end of the game is where you make your big major choice that locks you out of content or items. And it's like, oh, man, I choose to side with this guy. I choose to side with this guy. I choose to side with this guy. Oh, wait, oh I thought it was, like, open-ended. No. Or What? No, it, it'll lock you. Like, you'll just be on bad terms with the other faction. And oh. you won't be able to get the special faction rewards through them. I, I like, unless they changed it, it's it's kind of dumb. And then once you beat that, the 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 end game for that uh, update was grinding gold, which is basically just mm -hmm. going through the same end game mission over and over again. And uh, yeah, the amount of resources you need to gather to prep for that mission and then successfully execute it, depending on whether or not your build is good. Which there was always like a meta build, and around that time was bloody builds. So like you had low HP, high rads, and it, you would just do a shit ton of damage. It's it's just it's a lot of grinding, and I want to play a game to have fun. And while I like some grinding in my game, I don't want to spend hours and hours gathering lead and materials to make weapons and armor and ammunition. Only to go into a raid and then get kicked out because the servers ate shit, and I lose all that progress. Like it's, Ooh. it's like playing yeah. art or Rust, and you build a base you're proud of, you put a lot of time in it, and then you log off and you log back on, and it's just gone. 
<laughs> oh right yeah i heard about that people like fucking up here huh yeah the offline shit. rating and shit <laughs> yeah so like that's yeah 76 i think needs to either get a relaunch or total overhaul maybe they'll use the same system for the newest fallout they could come out with which probably won't be for like 10 years that'll depress me because the one thing i actually really do like about fallout 76 is the fact that like the scavenging system is worth a damn because like by the time you get like i don't know i want to say maybe level 15 to like 20 in fallout 4 like all the scavenging is pretty pointless unless you're like constantly modding guns and building stuff for your um settlements and stuff but in this game um it seemed like more useful it was like less of the junk around and stuff so i did like that part and i do hope they put that in the next fallout yeah i like the whole gathering the make your shit i just didn't like how expensive a lot of the resources were for like normal ammunition and again you get killed you lose all that junk someone can pick it up pvp in that game's terrible um to the fact where i think they should get rid of it they had a whole battle royale which was interesting and then they right, got rid right. of that <laughs> they got rid of that too so whatever it was called it was interesting and i was like i played it like it was fun because they actually tweaked how the game handles with uh pvp but then they only did it for that mode and pvp and other modes were garbage so yeah everything they try to do with this game it's it's just gonna be like it's got its core fan base and they just need to cater to them but i'm i don't think i'll ever return to 76 uh which is fine i didn't invest too much money into it other than that 80 fucking price tag yeah microsoft showed off that um, they showed off Back for Blood, which is, you know, I want that. basically Left for Dead. And I'm excited for that. Um, we're going to try to speed this up because it's, you know, we got we to gotta give E Knight at least a good 30 minutes to talk about Halo Infinite. Um, <laughs> 30 minutes. <laughs> um, Outer Worlds 2, they showed that off. I'm excited. Um, I think Fizzy's like excited. Trailer. Yeah. Uh... I, was, I, was, I was surprised that they. That's what it was. I didn't even know what it was till literally the title pulled up. I was like, yeah. "Oh shit!" Okay, correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, yeah. Okay, I only saw like a trailer. Was there like actual gameplay or anything? Nah, all I saw was like a, a really like cynical trailer, and I was like, "Okay." Um, I mean, I guess I'm kind of excited. Like, I don't mind Outer Worlds one. It's just the very like the actual gameplay is very just okay. It's, cool. it's yeah. But the you know the dialogue and everything character creation was eh. the dialogue was great. I like the people that were in my party. You know that was all yeah. fun. Well, that's, just hope, you know that's what Obsidian was going for because that their fan base was like the original New Vegas, so they weren't heavily working on gameplay. They were more about the dialogue, the quest system, the the world building, like and and some loot you can get. Um, I like the tactical time dilation system. I thought it was neat. I just wish, <laughs> I just wish the UI was a bit more cleaned up. And uh, I mean, there was a bit yeah, controls kind of clunky at times too. Like, yeah, I was to say like I recently just played uh, Fallout New Vegas for the first time on Xbox, and 
actually, even though that gameplay is dated, I had far more fun with the guns and the combat with New Vegas versus Outer Worlds. Not because, you know, Outer Worlds is dated or anything. It's just, it was just more fun to me. Like, I don't know. New Vegas is goat. That makes a a lot of the Fallout games more fun, which is probably why I didn't enjoy 76 as much in their combat. But as far as like gameplay goes there's a it's it's a bit different because they have like like more rpg-ish skills and they also have perks that just make the game a lot more fun whereas in outer worlds i think they were they had perks but like they didn't do as like they're not as they didn't do as much as like traditional fallout games would do i mean i don't even think i pretty basic yeah like a single perk that that like wait like i know like if you do or if you take too much a certain amount of damage you can take a perk that improves one thing but reduces another i didn't take take any of those yeah no i i didn't really see the point in taking them because like right yeah like on my first playthrough i was like "Eh, i did i did pretty well i did a sniper build um sniper handgun build and and i beat it and i was like i like the story i just the gameplay was just kind of meh it's, and I didn't like the fact that it wasn't like a more open, like it was open zone, but it wasn't like a huge world to explore. And also, I felt like the campaign was kind of short. I mean, I'm somebody who plays like hundred hour games, but right. I felt like the campaign was like a teeny bit short. Like I know and it was really close to the end, and I was like already like these. Depends on what you do. Like you can get to the end of the game in twenty minutes. Like that. I mean, I mean, I understand. You know. Like, yeah, everybody's different, so I won't really comment on that too much, I guess. But I do hope that with this new one that they at least improve the gameplay because the writing and everything else is A1. I just hope they take a chance with this to heavily improve the gameplay so it's more of a fulfilling experience all around. I think if they improve their movement, like the way you move your character instead of it being like a standard fallout, I'm I'm walking, I jump slightly high, and, and I aim and shoot. Like if there's the a jump bit. dodge thing I liked a little bit that like mm-hmm. the jump and the slide like the little uh mass effect andromeda thing that was cool <laughs> it was it was all right but it, it it just was a bit clunky for me like they need to make it so like mm-hmm. it's more a part of the world because like you're the only one that's doing it like none of the other characters do it all the enemies yeah in there attack or attack you oh for <laughs> they don't really the do enemies attack dog oh my goodness yeah the yeah. AI is stupid and generic uh, terrible yeah. ai it was like literally like a dog and a human and a bug variant of everything i'm like why well, every like, planet like has the same life my my games so like i was super intrigued about the the mantis queen things and then right. they, they were just big and they just shot like giant orbs that would just either one shot you or just fuck you up really good in fact, I think I had a bug where I was just permanently on fire for like <laughs> 10 minutes straight before it was like, oh, yeah, you're not on fire more. And then I used all my healing shit and I was like, the fuck? So, yeah, I hope Outer Worlds 2 is more, they just focus more on gameplay. Right. I'm yeah. excited. I can't, I can't wait. I uh-huh. love Outer Worlds 1. It was just, it is very interesting to me, man. It was, it was, I don't know how to describe it, man, but I know, like, playing that game, like, the first time I played it, I was like, like, this is fun, like, and and I think 
it being as short as it was was like the point of the game like it wasn't meant to be like this 50 plus hour game it was meant to be like a 20 it was it meant to be required. i could yeah like you were meant to play that game like multiple times like yeah. multiple times there there are many character paths that you can yeah use. hell yeah hell um, that's true that yeah so that's that's why i said like the, the writing and the dialogue system is great just yeah it needs work and like maybe maybe for for y'all like i'm gonna tell y'all my build in that game i played a stealth uh speech build so right. i basically just avoided combat at all costs throughout that whole oh. I, played, I played metal gear solid basically in that whole game and i just i had so much fun man I had so much fun because it was like, damn, how do I do this without like killing anybody? It's like, all right, I got to go steal this or I got to go do that. Like I, I had so much fun. And, and it made, probably made the game a lot longer for you. Yeah, it made me honestly go back, play Fallout 4 again. And I made a stealth build in Fallout 4. And it just, to me, it wasn't the same because, you know, the speech in Fallout 4 is terrible. So well, it doesn't dude, even matter. Not, like four different ways to say one of those options and yeah <laughs> right like, yes no sarcastic and a question like that's basically <laughs> it. <laughs> what what do you mean and just keep asking questions throughout the entire campaign never actually give a, a, a response and they'll be like all right cool beat the game it, it's crazy because fallout 4 actually has the opposite problem of outer world but i like enjoy fallout 4 so much more it's because there's so much more to offer in Fallout 4. There's a, there's a, you got the base building. You have a somewhat, you know, unique, enjoyable world. Like I always tell people, I yeah. think the biggest problem I have with Fallout 4 is the setting. It's not a bad setting. It's just Boston. Really? Yeah, Boston to me is not interesting, man. I, I, I think um, Boston is not super interesting. But what they did with it was like. Like, as far as cities go in the mainline Fallout of Bethesda and Beyond games, it's, like, so realistic and so, like, it really looks like the shit's been bombed out for a hundred years versus the I other liked, games, you know. I liked Fallout 3 and 4 is because they had a whole irradiated area, right? And yeah. there was shit in there to do, and there was a reason to have power armor and shit. Fallout 4 doesn't really have that the boston is like the core where all the shit is happening and then if you go south it's like okay there's a few swamp areas you fight a couple big bosses that are high level over here mm, yeah you created know, the area and i'm like oh cool there's gonna be like a secret base or something and i found like one and that's where you get the exo power armor but like that was about it aside from the main story where you have to go find the cold of adam in there which is the only reason you go in there uh there's there wasn't a lot to offer like all the enemies were standard pretty much just like uh mutated uh legendary mobs and there right. wasn't like story-wise there wasn't like a, I, I don't even think there was another vault in there really so they no. fallout had like the least amount of vaults in it and i was like vaults are the most interesting part of fallout because there's little hidden backstories you got to figure out and then there's loot in there and there's ways to right. Like three and four, three in New Vegas had a shit ton of vaults, and they. Dog, were I was accidentally roaming into so many vaults in New Vegas, like right? randomly. <laughs> yeah, that's like, that's like the main thing, and their newest 
game is lacking on dialogue and lacking on vaults. I'm just like, yeah, screw it. Like, yeah, look, no, Fallout 4 is not, nah. Just the gameplay, though. Yeah, the gameplay was pretty cool, but that, like I said, it's, you go, you try and do that with PvP in Fallout 76, which is the same <laughs> gameplay, and, it, and it's still, and it's terrible, so I'm like, alright, you know, screw it. But, we should get off this topic and actually yeah. talk about it. Let's talk about E3, man. We're going off rails again. This is off rails part two. And we ain't even talk about we ain't even talk about my favorite part of E3 yet. We ain't even talk about that. But um to kind of wrap up um Microsoft besides the Halo Park is we saving that for the end. Saving that for the end. Have a separate podcast about Halo. Ooh. Just I mean, we could Halo, do that covering Halo because this it'll we could do a whole hour, two hours covering everything. <laughs> I shit you. Uh, I mean, fuck uh, no. I can give you my summary thoughts on this one and then cover it more in depth than the next one. Yo, look. If I if I recover Halo, I'm gonna go off the rails. It's, it's, it's happening. No, we're not. I say fuck. save for the end of this podcast. We, we, I'm going to briefly go over the rest of E3 real fast, besides the Nintendo Park. We got to sit here and talk about that. We got to. That's yeah. what that's what Fizzy's here for. That's what he's here <laughs> for. I'm not but, even um, the wrap-up Microsoft, um, all of these games we just talked about, I think, except for, like, Battlefield, is um on Game Pass. Man, they got, like, 24 games coming to Game Pass. Um, I'm not going to sit here and... and praise game pass or praise microsoft or anything they're doing but um ten dollars a month gets you so many games and like i said they announced like 24 games day one that will be on game pass so it might be worth checking it out man like they i'm not gonna go down a list and talk about all those games but i know like hades is coming on there like day one like hades is already out but it's not on um xbox that's coming to Game Pass. There's so many games coming to Game Pass. So if you're looking for something to play, man, Game Pass may be worth the money, man. Um, Microsoft gets like a solid B for me. They did very good. Um, but like literally, they showed games. Go, they showed, yeah, games. They, they showed games. That's what we wanted them to do. Um, Square Enix had a conference. It was trash. I'm going to briefly go over the only two three things i got on the list i got final fantasy origins which i'm going to stream one day this week the demo just because i want to try it um that looked all right um they showed off the final fantasy pixel remaster which is the first six games in the series um for steam and mobile which that looked actually pretty interesting um and they showed off guardians of the galaxy not to even go like off rails with guardians of the galaxy it looks good it looks like 20 30 dollars good like i'm not buying it day one but i'm definitely gonna get it and play it. um you play star lord and you it's it looks like just a single player rpg like they took out none of that avengers shit in there um it looked it looked pretty good man like i know e knight's um interested in that i'm interested um i'm gonna get that um Capcom, they literally said DLC is coming for Resident Evil Village, and that is it. Like that's all. That's all I took from that entire conference. I was just upset. 
I was upset because I, I I went in watching it like, oh man, they're gonna show off like maybe a new Devil May Cry, maybe um a new Marvel's Capcom. They just basically they ain't showing any of that shit. So Capcom sucked too. Um, we're gonna get into the best part of E3, what I was hyped for. Uh, 12 p.m. EST. Man, Nintendo was on, and they brought the games, dog. They brought the fucking games, man. So. Nintendo showed off a new Mario Party, I think it was. I'm sort of interested in that because I like Mario Party. Um, but we're going to talk about what I'm really excited for, man. Like, I literally, like, fangirled when I saw this. And I <laughs> literally, literally almost pre-ordered it. And it doesn't come out for another, what, like, four months. We're talking about Metroid Dread, man. Like... Yo, I saw that Metroid 5, and I was like, no, they did I was like, no, they did We got a sequel. We got a fucking sequel to the best Metroid game in the series, Metroid Fusion. I saw the suit. I was like, oh, my God, that is the Fusion suit. From the end of Metroid Fusion, I'm excited. That's a day one, an easy day one for me. I'm copping that. E-Night, how do you feel, man? Tell them how you feel, man. Again, day one, like it's 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 2D, 3D platformer. All right, it looks like they took some mechanics from other M with like camera angles, but it's gonna be a solid 2D platformer. And I'm hype, I'm hype, I can't wait. It looks like you're gonna be hunted down by those robot thingies, just like in Fusion, where you get mm-hmm. hunted down by other fucking or Samus X or whatever her fucking name was. Jesus Christ, like that was the most terrifying part, and I I love it. I wanted to see Metroid Prime 4, but I'll take this. this I'm is ta- yeah, getting. that's exactly and how I feel. Between, I'll take this. It looks solid. looks like standard Metroid, uh, like Metroidvania goodness, and I'm, I'm, I'm hyped for it. I want it. I want it right now, and it comes out in October. And yeah, so does October that. 8th. So I'll be playing this in between when I get in between fucking rounds of Battlefield. It's yeah, going great. Yeah. Like this has been pretty pretty great since I've gotten it. I've got Monster Hunter. I got like Pokemon. Yeah, I'm excited, man. Metroid Dread, man. I could not believe when I saw that Metroid Five. I'm like, bro. I'm like, bro. Like, nah, they didn't do this. Then I saw the suit. I'm like, yo. I'm like, yo, man. This 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 is crazy. This is crazy. I cannot wait, man. So. Yeah, October 8th, we're getting Metroid Dread. Um, it showed off Breath of the Wild 2, which I'm very excited for. At first up, at first when they first showed it off, like what, two years ago, I was like, I'll take it because I'm a big Zelda fan. But now I'm like, yo, I can't wait for this game. And it comes out 2022, they said. So it it should be damn near done. So we'll get that. Um, Breath of the Wild 2. Uh, and then the last thing I got on Nintendo's E3, which is why Fizzy is here, they showed off SMT5, which stands for Shin Megami Tensei 5. Now, she talked about in the beginning, she's been playing the remaster of um, 3, which people say is one of the best games. If you're not familiar with Shin Megami Tensei, I I don't blame you, because I wasn't until... Um, she started playing uh, uh, three. It's basically made by the same people who do uh, Persona, 
It's a persona type. It, it gives me the vibe of persona when I saw it. I said, um, well, yeah, just let me explain it because. Yeah, go ahead. That's what you're here for. Go ahead. That's exactly yeah, what you're here for. So basically, uh, yeah, so uh, uh, Shimagami Tensei are a large series of JRPGs, and they use something called the press turn system, which is when you exploit weaknesses so you can gain extra turns to heal, to pass, to do whatever you need to do. All of their games have this, and there are uh, sub-series. The main line is, is uh, Shimagami Tensei, and the side series is Persona, which you've probably heard of, Persona 5 Royal. Came out last year, I believe. Um, Persona 5 is actually the first SMT game I started with, and it opened me up to this large series of RPGs that I enjoyed very, very much. And from there, I played uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions, which was a Wii U exclusive that came to the Switch. That was really fun. And now I'm playing SMT3 Nocturne uh, HD Remaster on the Switch, which is also very good. If you are curious about the series, I suggest you start with Persona 5 because it gets a little complicated. But yeah, so uh, being part of the community and stuff for a little bit, people have said nothing but great things about SMT4. So I was very excited to, um, you know, be a part of the community when SMT5 came out. So um, I went to watch the trailer and wow. You know, it looks good. Um, I'm not gonna lie, when I saw the gameplay, it seemed like a lot of assets were borrowed from uh, a TMS, a Tokyo Mirage session that was on the Wii U prior. So I was like, okay, cause I know they've been developing it for quite some time. I'm not sure exactly what year SMT4 came out, but it did come out on the, the DS, so yeah. Um, I'm still excited. I just hope that it's a very fun game because all the games I've played so far have been like super interesting and I would hate for the newest entry to be quote disappointing. But also my opinion could also not be valid because I just started being part of the community stuff. So, you know, there's that. But I am excited for the game to come out. I will of course buy it because I buy and play almost all their games. And yeah, I just hope it's a really good adventure and it um, attracts some new game uh, sorry, it attracts some new people to the series because it is a very fun gameplay mechanic, the press turn system, and I hope more and more people come to know the SMT franchise. And there you have it. That's the best way to sum that up. Um, to give you a little insight, the only reason she got into Persona is because I bought Persona 5 for 15 bucks because I heard nothing but good things about it. And I bought that maybe like what? I think it was like October last year. And I was like, oh, I'm going to try it. Uh, I played 45 minutes and was like, oh, this ain't for me. <laughs> and then she played it and put 180 hours into it. And now it's just SMT this, SMT that. So, yeah, if you're interested in um, that type of gameplay, I highly suggest it. You know, the community seems pretty cool. Um, um, yeah, I might actually try yeah. SMT5. I might actually try that, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, if you're at all a fan of JRPGs, period, I highly suggest you play Persona 5. It's like obvious, like Weeboo, you know, Japanese shit. So if you're into JRPGs, I assume you're already into anime too. But yeah, if you are at all interested, please play that game. Fucking amazing. All right. That's all I got to say. All right. And then basically sum up everything before we talk about, I guess, what is the, the the main topic of the show at this point. 
Uh, yeah, Nintendo showed off some games, man. I was surprised, like the golf thing. I, I might buy that Mario Golf just because I'm a sucker for Mario sports games. Like that tennis game is really good. Um, but Metroid Dread, man, just to go back to that real fast, buying that. Um, so that basically sums up E3 besides the the large topic. Um, the E3 sucked this year. I'm going to ask y'all for Do you guys think, um, was E3 like bad this year? Because I feel like it was, but it had a reason for being bad. Now, I think the reason it has for being bad is because, you know, the pandemic kind of fucked up some things. And, you know, as the pandemic kind of dwindles down because, you know, to, to you know, the right way to say it is the pandemic isn't over, even though I believe it's, uh, I'm gonna leave my beliefs out. It's just a gaming show, not a political show. Um, you know, they're just returning back to work. So now these, instead, these developers were working from home. Now they're back in the studio. So now E3 on, we should start to see the games come. So hopefully next year, E3 is a little bit more braggadocious, bigger. Um, like I said, they didn't show off any games. And, I mean, it, it's not that they didn't show off any games. It was just, like, I was expecting, like, Ubisoft to have, like, nine games like they usually do. I get it. They they dropped, like, three of their biggest games last at the end of last year. Watch Dogs, Assassin's Creed, and what was the other one? Oh, they had the Immortals game that came out. So, it's like, I can see, like, all right, they're taking a little break this year. All right, it's cool. Um, Square, they're working on Final Fantasy 16. That'll probably take the next seven years. Um, did E3 suck, man? Uh, e how do you feel about E3 this year, man? I think it should have happened, to be honest. I think it should have got skipped over one more year. Um, like, I'm happy because of certain things that were announced but these things could have been announced in their own little online live stream more curated uh i i don't think that a lot of the studios or publishers had a lot to announce i think with the exception of nintendo and microsoft because they actually showed off games new games that we haven't seen and yeah. game, more updates to games that we have seen um like the other other publishers or game studios just didn't have much like the the pc gaming show was just a, a reveal of a lot of indie games and games we've already seen in the in prior e3 shows so it's like i i think it should have been delayed at least one more year they should have had their own separate things for this year uh sony didn't even show up so like we're still waiting to see what sony's gonna show off in their little own private conference um so overall e3 i don't think it should have happened and it, it gets kind of like a, a d mainly because it's saved by the fact that nintendo and, and microsoft came out fucking swinging yeah literally so if, if we gotta declare winners it's gonna be both of them like yeah like depending on what you're a fan of it's it's both of them and considering how much value the battle the the gaming pass uh game pass has now considering that majority of the games that were announced are like day one game pass and that's for both uh xbox and pc that's that's yeah 
and we got we got a lot of player value going on this year. A lot of people. I, I think I think it might have been a conscious decision considering the pandemic affected a lot of people's income. So maybe they're trying to have a better value so they can pull in that audience for you know it, it'll better bolster their communities. Yeah, I think that. I don't know who the winner would be. I think you're right on that. Uh, the one thing I want to give Microsoft props to, which I think would make them the winner, honestly, is that with the 24 games, because I think it's like 24 games that they announced like for the Game Pass Day 1, there's like a good variety, man. They had a lot of different... It wasn't just... For the past like 10 years, like all Xbox has is Halo, Gears, Crackdown, all shooters. I feel like this Game Pass is like very, very, very. Um, there's a great variety. So they have RPGs in there. They have first-person shooters. They had like that. Um, so that yeah, one, like that. yeah, that one like cinematic game. I, I I can't think of the name of it, but it looked like it was gonna. If I played it, it was gonna make me cry. Like one of those types of games. <laughs> it was just. It just, they had the variety. They had the eight bit games in there. There's a lot of indie support. So it's like, again, like, I'm not a spokesperson for Game Pass. I've only just came back to Xbox, what, th for the past four months. And I will tell you that the Game Pass, for me at least, has been worth it. It's just like, if you want to try a game, it's there for you to play. Like, I played a couple games maybe for an hour or two just to see if I like it. I didn't like it or I did like it. It's just it's it's good for that. But with these 24 games, it's like I think I want to play all 24 of them. And that's and that's for real, man. I think everything that they showed off, it was like there was a good variety for everything. So I'm excited. Um Nintendo made me proud, man. Like my Nintendo my Switch has been collecting dust. I put like a good 40 hours into Monster Hunter. I keep wanting to pick it back up but um i think i will soon and with all these games coming out on it i'm definitely gonna be on it. um this podcast getting kind of husky man I don't, I don't know what uh rambo and and e knight want to do if they want to just briefly talk let's just do it man and then we'll maybe do a part two later on in the week and we'll give you like the full hour synopsis because what we're excited for as a core in this podcast is Halo Infinite, man. Halo Infinite was honestly like my one of the the biggest highlights of E3 for me was Halo Infinite. Oh, it's free! It's it, yeah, free. The multiplayer. Like I said, free. You have you have no reason to not go and play if you have either on a PC or an xbox you have no reason to not play Fuck, try and Halo play it on a dreamcast like fuck it's free bro like and it's cross play between the two so it's, it's just not, it's not like it's a it's like a Fortnite thing where it's like oh we just made it free to play battle royale some shit and you got and it becomes popular no it's it's literally core halo return the fucking form halo okay it's like what the natural evolution of of halo reach and three should have been uh without all the armor abilities and stuff we got equipment back on the map we got weapons that make sense 
there's momentum behind your movement it's not halo 5 where everything's all plasticky and you're sliding around like a goddamn ice cube you're fucking there's move there's weight behind everything you do it's like the 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 reveal trailer shows that off perfectly you you, you swing a hammer it impacts and moves shit you shoot a fucking spear gun at a warthog it goes flying in another direction like grappling hook like we all thought it was going to be a cheap gimmick just to get you back i was like oh it's grappling hook oh my god no there's lateral movement there's vertical movement you can grab weapons with it you fucking battle rifle is keyed is a as a legit precise weapon now because that fucking halo 3 arc or or reticule is like big as fuck halo infinite arc is like precise it's like dmr size looks like there's not gonna be a lot of recoil fucking you got like bubble shields counter shields like fucking reverse uno card shields like this dude was like running running and gunning he has like this shield thing on your arm you're like what's that do this dude yeah. charge shot of a plasma pistol and he's like nah son sends it right back and then taps <laughs> his ass i'm like oh it's awesome there's a lot there's a lot we got theater we got campaign is 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 gonna probably gonna be full price but like it's an open world halo game and like as far as story it's probably gonna be ass but i'm still gonna buy it it seems like they're gonna support it for like the next like it, it seems like the way he's talked about the story Art. it seemed like it was gonna be like parts and this Art. was gonna be a halo game they support Johnson. for like sergeant johnson has a whole fucking military academy. Yep. academy it's an academy so it's like you practice weapons here you practice uh t the tutorial so like to get a handle on the movement there's sliding clambering and, and sprinting and i know core halo fans might not like that uh i know the five halo fans will be like oh yeah at least there's that but like i think it's a natural evolution because it doesn't look like it's super fast and it doesn't look like it's gonna be like super like Oh, like jetpacky and, and slidey and weighty. Like there's an actual practical reason for it. And fucking the academy. You get bots in the academy. You get your own personal AI. Armor customization. Bro, you saw that samurai fucking armor. <laughs> yeah, that, shit is, that shit is free. You don't have to buy the battle pass. It's an event in-game thing you can earn. Right. In the battle pass. It. You buy battle. the battle pass and you keep it forever. Like forever. Dude. And you can buy it when it's when it's an older one. You can work on whatever battle pass you want. It doesn't go away. Best fucking option. Yeah, Bro, I think I think best consumer game right now. If it is what they say it is. Bro, they bought they brought back the dude from Halo 1 through 3, Joseph Staten. I probably said his name wrong, but fucking this dude barely aged. They brought him back because they were like, we're fucking up Halo. How do we unfuck this? Let's bring back an original creator. Yes, all we need now is to get Marty O'Donnell back on board. But, like, I doubt that's going to be happen happening. But, like, I'm hype. I'm hype. I yeah, I think wait. what we're going to do is you guys, you guys are going to get two podcasts this week because we got to go in depth with Halo, man. There's, there's a lot to unpack. And this episode has been pretty husky already. So, um, are you cool with that, E-Night, Rambo? We do Absolutely. just the three of us. We hop on a podcast and we talk about Halo for an hour. And this one right now. Yeah, right sure. All right. Uh, I'm so, be on the lookout. I mean, episode five will be about Halo for the whole episode. We're just going to talk about Halo. But, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap this up because, like I said, I wanna I wanna give y'all shorter episodes. Like I said, the last one was like two and a half hours. A lot of people oh, were yeah. telling me it was kind of just hard, you know, to get through, especially with it not being on like uh, Spotify podcast or like Apple podcast yet. It's a lot to unpack, but um, I'm gonna, we're gonna wrap this up. We're gonna talk about. Please be on the lookout for episode five. It's gonna be just E Night just talking about Halo for an hour. So if you're interested in that, please tune in on that. But this has been episode four. Did E3 suck? I think we all came to the conclusion that um could have been better, but I don't yeah. think this year. Eh, it was disappointing for me at least. But I mean, no, yeah, it was disappointing. But um this has been episode four of the Infernal Gaming Podcast. Uh, e Knight, you got anything to say before we wrap this up? Uh, shit, not really. Um, no, I, I just kind of just am focused on Halo Infinite in my brain right now. So if I'm going to say anything, it's going to be get Halo Infinite when it drops this year in holiday. Uh, it's free. You have no excuse. If you don't have an Xbox, if you don't have a PC, uh, go out and get one. That's 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 like that's all I gotta say. Yeah. What about you, Rambo? You got anything to say to the uh, viewers, listeners, before we wrap this up? Uh, not much, really. I didn't really have much to say about this episode at all. As Ubisoft and Microsoft and Halo. I didn't really do a lot of talking, but yeah. Yeah, be yeah. on the lookout for episode five. We're gonna do a lot of that Halo talk. Um, Fizzy, you got anything to say? Uh, thanks for having me as a guest. You know, all that jazz. Yeah, we literally brought her on here to talk about something for five minutes, but it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> We needed that. We needed that insight. We'll definitely have her on future episodes. Um, I got. I got. I think I got like the next like three episodes planned out. Like I said, except for this week at least, because we got a whole another episode we got to record, and it'll probably be out this Friday, maybe four or five days after this one drops. Um, be on the lookout every Monday at eight a.m. I have a podcast for you guys every every week, maybe bi-weekly. Um, that's what this week is looking like. It's looking like I drop this. You'll be, you're already listening to this. And then four days later, you'll get another episode, which will be a continuation of this. And then I'll probably take a week off just to give you guys, you know, some time to go listen and go watch me on twitch.tv slash blazed inferno. Um, but that's it. This has been episode four. Um, make sure you check out the links in the box and the description box, man. Um, Follow E Knight Couch Combat. Um, follow my boy Rambo's Instagram at official make it kill it gain it. And um, this has been episode four. Damn, I forgot the episode number. It's just it's right. been a lot to unpack. Second episode four. Episode four. Yeah. Yeah. Episode four point five is coming soon. Thank you for viewing. Thank you for listening. Thank you for all that. And I'll see you on the next episode of the Infernal Gaming Podcast. Thank you guys for watching. Bye.
Bye.